the goal of this podcast is to help you break in and thrive in advertising. And welcome to Adjunct, where we interview the top advertising lecturers and professors across the country to lend some knowledge to your ear without spending thousands of dollars on the university credit. On today's episode of Adjunct, we're joined by Jay Waters, a senior instructor at the University of Alabama and advisor for their top-ranked student-run advertising agency. Jay has a wealth of experience in advertising strategy, media, media planning, and agency management. Plus, he's here to share his insights on how to make it in the business. From building a standout portfolio to landing coveted internships, Jay has the tips and tricks you need to succeed. Plus, we'll dive into the value of volunteering for new business pitches, the importance of networking and making connections, and the necessity of staying up to date on industry trends. So don't miss out on this opportunity to learn from a seasoned pro. Oh, also, if you want to break into this business as an art director, copywriter, strategist, or an account, it is worth checking out Breaking Entering's brand new Crowbar Awards. We're releasing a new creative brief every quarter for you to work on with a friend. Whether or not you enter is up to you, but we do have Greg Hahn judging this first show. He's the co-founder of Mischief, one of the top advertising agencies in the business today. It's an award and a tool. The best campaign will earn an actual blue crowbar, but we do not advise you to break into an advertising agency with it. But hey, if you do, take some pictures because that's pretty funny. We got recruiters and professionals all across the industry that will be watching, that will want to hire the winners. So reach out to me if you have any questions. It is live now. Visit www.crowbarawards.com for details. Now on with the show. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast Adjunct Edition. And as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Shelberger. Kick it, Mikey. All right, Jay Waters, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. This is the adjunct edition. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Doing fine. Great. I'm excited to talk. Uh, you got a little bit different of an accent than I do. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about where you're where you're at right now. Uh, I am a senior instructor here at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, and uh, I've lived in Alabama my entire life. Um, so, roll Tide. Um, roll Tide. That's right. I, I'm, my office is, uh, if I'm looking this way, if I look through the walls, I'm about 150 yards from the stadium. Where's Saban at? Uh, Saban is probably at Lake Burton, his house at Lake Burton, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not, right? And they just beat... Who'd you guys just beat? Uh, Kansas State down in New Orleans. You whooped Central. them, right? Huh? You whooped them? Oh, yeah. Of course. You guys should have been the, the top four. We should have we should have been in there, but, you know, you lose two games. We did it to ourselves, so. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Illinois, so our football team, like, was just ranked for the first time this year, and that was a big deal. Nowhere near the caliber you guys are at, of course, but we are not here to talk football, although we could probably get into maybe some NIL and some advertising deals if you want. But we're here to talk advertising. Yeah. Um, tell us about your role as an instructor over at Alabama. And what do you teach? Uh, well, I am, uh, I'm in my eighth year here in Alabama since coming from industry. Uh, I teach um, 
advertising strategy, um, media planning, uh, campaigns, uh, agency management. Um, re- and I teach an introductory introdu- introduction to consumer research class. Oh, nice. So strategy. And when you, when you, what do you mean by campaigns? Is that like a campaign development course? Yeah, it's, it's a, like a capstone end of the year, uh, end of career class where you we take a client and do a, um, you know, create a campaign for them. Gotcha. So I've done a couple of these conversations, so I understand how the undergraduate process works fairly well. I also studied advertising when I was an undergrad, so I understand it pretty, very well. Um, let's break that down, though. Um, I think I want to know about how Alabama structures their advertising major. Is it a major? Where does it live in the in the university process? Is it a college of communications? Is there tracks in it? Give me the rundown, high level, what it looks like. Um, we are in the College of Communications. Uh, that was one of the things that was interesting to me when I came to campus. You know, uh, uh, a lot of people think that advertising lives in the business school, and in some places it does, but here it's in communications. So we have uh, an advertising program and a PR program. Um, in the advertising side, we have a couple of tracks. We have a creative specialization, which is uh, equivalent designed to give you kind of equivalent experience to a portfolio school. Good. And what's that called? Is that called Minerva? Or Minerva. 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 Okay. I have, I have heard about this. So it is, there is this creative track side that you pick. When do you kind of like declare that? Freshman, sophomore okay. year. Early on. Yeah. Early on. Uh, because yeah. you, you, uh, if you're on that track, you, you kind of swing yeah. around this way and, and go different way and you're taking different classes more so those campaigns classes maybe some art direction or copywriting classes right. is there a cohort yes does it work it has a cohort each year um and, and we're just now starting to get into a graduate having a graduate program in that as well um what does a graduate program look like is it a one year uh it is a one it is a one year yes and is it more portfolio development or is yes. it more of a okay portfolio development that's actually pretty interesting. And what do you get out of that? Is it a master's or is it just another portfolio? A, a master's in advertising. So the master's in advertising in, in the creative track. Basically. Right. Yeah. I like that. But what, what, what do you get out of it then? You, you hopefully get a finalized portfolio? Yeah. With that one, year, one extra year? Yeah. And uh, Mark Berry, who's our guy who's over... Um, over Minerva, he'd probably tell you a little bit more about that. But yeah, you, you, the, the guy, the, the goal is, is that as an alternative to going to portfolio. And, and, and one of the ways that Mark talks about it is, is that um, there is an emphasis here on strategy and creative going together, right? You know, that, yeah, that, that to you need to be strategically grounded. And we're, we're, again, from Mark's perspective, um, it seems like that's one of the things that we try to endeavor to incorporate into ours is that, hey, you you, you need to be strategically grounded. It just can't be, you know, yeah. just creative for creative sake. I like that. And I think that's a good solution. A lot of these schools, so you have these, This we're just talking about the creative track here in right. the advertising program. So we haven't even talked about the other tracks. We haven't talked about PR. And we don't need to get too granular. Right. I, just, I already want to compliment because you found a solution that a lot of undergraduate programs don't, they realize that they can't get a portfolio developed in the, in the four years that, it, that a student has to get a bachelor's degree uh, and a portfolio is tough for students. Cause there's so many different classes, especially if they're at a liberal arts school, you guys have seen that. You also come up with a solution that you kind of already did this in house four year program Minerva. You're trying to like create this track here. And then you even go beyond to even acknowledge that and have a master's program, an additional one year. That's really smart. And also the, the fact that you're differentiating yourself because you have the master's degree at the end makes your parents happy. Yes. 
feels like feels like you've gotten something there. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't need to get. We don't need to get into pricing. But if it's at a, 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 a fair, fairly well priced after that, then you're really you just came up with a solution that can go up to battle. I don't know what the creative work looks like or what your alumni create. I'm sure, it's good. But you're you're now battling against portfolio schools, and you've you've come up with a solution. VCU Brand Center two has a two year masters, but you've already done that with one, so right. you're already competing. So that's really smart. Um, yeah, you can. Uh, I, I don't have the. I have to look up the address real quick, but uh, maybe we can put it in the notes. Um, but the, there is a, a link to our um, portfolios for our students. Uh, Minerva has a site. Okay. Yeah. Just maybe Google Alabama University of Alabama Minerva program right. portfolios. We can and, we, it. and 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 it's crazy where our our alums work. I mean, New York, Chicago. I mean, all the hot spots, right? Right. Uh, Kansas City. We got some really great folks in Kansas City too. So we have that. We have that. We have the creative track, um, and then we have uh, on the advertising side, and then we have a. Um, these are these are fairly new. Um, we have a brand specialization, which is like brand planning, which is yep. just starting, just getting started. And uh, I'm over that program. So that's more we, for aspiring strategists. Strategists, right, and uh, account planning and things like that. And, and again, we're we're just getting into getting that because we recognize that that's something that we need to do. Yeah. And then then we also have a track for media. Okay. Media as well. Um, and then we have a general track. And then the PR side. Who's I'm going a, general track? What do, is that maybe for more of your account executive account, role? Account exec, you know, that kind of thing. Or, or you know, sometimes people feel like they're going to get pigeonholed by going to one of the tracks there, but you're really not. In advertising, you're not, right? You know, it's... It, um, it, it's almost better to have a, some sort of specialization on top, like... I think like if you know you want to go strategy, like strategy is what I would do. That account planning track that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, but it might be better. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But yeah. my quick take is it specializes is not scary. And so and and then on PR side we have a couple of track. I'm I'm not up to speed really on the, all the PR sides. So we have a couple of tracks on the PR side. Uh, our PR program is probably a little bit bigger than our advertising program. In terms yeah, of you guys do a good job. I I've heard about the PR program. I know an alum there. Intern with alum. Heard great things. You guys got a good like PR agency, I believe. Uh, well, a capstone agency, yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm one of the advisors for the capstone agency, and we've been a um, I actually just took on the responsibility this year with another um, member of our faculty to co-advise that, and it has primarily been about PR. Um, although we are looking to expand it to where we yeah. give integrated more, more advertising uh, solutions too. Nice. We have is that is. Hundred students in that program. Is that a is that for credit or extracurricular? An extracurricular. And how and who's running it? You and another advisor? Is it student run or co? It's it's student run. I mean, we're the advisors for it, but it's student yeah. run. And uh, we yeah. have uh, eight different clients uh, that we do work for uh, right now. Nice, large clients, small clients, local clients, nonprofit um, clients. Uh, a couple of nonprofits. We do some work for a bottle, a Coca Cola bottler. Um, we do some work for um, a dermatology practice a large dermatology practice um we're doing it for some uh non-profit sure. on campus and stuff like that i like that i think just to keep in mind as a recruiter somebody that's looking for interns right now at Havas chicago um larger the better for the most part you yeah. know a couple small clients in your in your portfolio to show real business growth nothing wrong with that but really we want to see like good spec work or good good real client campaign that we know about just as yeah. a heads up but, you know, any of that experience is great, especially freshman, sophomore and junior year, senior year. You want to might you might even want to start looking at some spec work as well. Right. But, you know, the deal. Yeah. 
Amazing. And yeah, no, I've heard great, great things about that agency. Uh, you guys position yourselves well in the student market. I studied it, you know, because of this podcast, I target students all over. So that, that's, I've been, I've been, I definitely heard of you guys. Yeah. We, yeah. We've been the number one student run agency in the country uh, three out of the last six years, I think, something like that. Well, who's, <laughs> I'm curious, who, who ranks that? Um, um, the PRSSA. Okay. The PRSSA. I've always been affiliated with the AAF yes. when I was undergrad, but now you know breaking and entering might do their own ranking system. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, for and, and you know and, and for advertising the agencies that get rated through that one. There, there's a lot of good advertising student agencies that aren't included in that because they're more advertising, but yeah. BYU, Florida, Georgia, places like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's always interesting too. Like, and now we're just getting off topic here, but I'll it's some of these agencies and the NSAC competitions or PRSSA competitions are ran by four credit classes, right? That are a year long, which yeah. is fine. I mean. But they're getting in the same silo as the ones that are completely student run and they're in their free time. So I think there needs to be differentiation in like in like is this credit and 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 who's running it and how it works. Yeah, because because I actually I do both. I run our NSAC team mm-hmm. uh, for that, and then I do capstone. So I'm doing both sides of that. Yeah. As a student, I think advice here, do it all. Uh and then maybe hone in on one that you really, really love and that you can really like thrive and, and, and get good work at. You're, the idea is, you know, get, you know, go to the class, study hard, know the theories, and then you can, you know, apply them in these extracurricular or, or these other groups. Maybe you win an award, but really you want to get something in your portfolio like we talked about in the beginning here, because that's the real goal is that you show something to these recruiters that you've done it. You get it. You know that you are smart, you got a degree, can you do this? Can you can you show me that you can do the work? So you're providing opportunities for students to do that, which is right. which is beautiful. And you in multiple ways. Right. You know, and in, in in a way, you know, too, thinking about differentiating between like the insect competition and some of these other competitions and and working for a student run agency, you know, uh, to me, uh in the way I approach it from my industry point of view is insect is kind of like a new business pitch. And so um you know, it's really about understanding that, you know, the intensity of it and and, and all that kind of stuff. The, the student-run agency stuff, especially if you're on the account management side or something, is more about, do you know the processes, right? Do you know, you know, mm-hmm. managing a client relationship? And because uh, insight, it's great. Yep. you're you're at a, an arm's length relationship with the client, with the agency, you know, you're learning that. So if you're like account management skills, you're learning status reports, meetings, how to make, just the blocking and tackling that you need to know. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, I definitely recommend like having a real local client, somebody that you can actually improve business if you are interested in strategy account management. Now, it does struggle. You might struggle as a creative if you're yes. doing local coupon work for somebody. Right. It might have been effective, but I don't care as a recruiter. Yeah. Not, but if you can show something that's really great and yeah. that should inspire you, right. you know, you will have to work harder on a local client as a creative. But that's where the NSAC will come in as well to give you better creative work. So. It's a balance. Nothing's going to be perfect, but you're also a student and you have the time where you can, you can push boundaries, especially if you're not getting paid by these yeah. clients. Like, but that's sell, point, right? sell the, sell the greatest work ever that they will ever see it because paid clients will get, will have legal issues later down when you're in real business where they, you know, and one of the things that we look for right, when we're looking for clients, even when we're looking for smaller local clients for the agency, is that what's scalable? What's what's something like, for instance, you know, we 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 did a uh, anti-drinking campaign, um, uh, binge drinking campaign 
some years ago for, for a client on campus, but ultimately that got syndicated to a number of clients. Uh, there you go. Right. And so, you know, it, you know, be ambitious. If it's good, if it's good enough work, um, then, you know, perhaps there it, it's scalable. Is it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I really push. So I love that. I love it. We're, we're just, we went right into it. Tell us a little bit about your background though. You said, so you're one of those people, one of those instructors that had some agency experience. You're in, you transferred in academia at some point. You've been in Alabama your whole life. High level, like when did you decide you wanted to pursue a career in advertising? How'd you go about it? Um, advertising was a little bit of a, of a desperation play for my part. I was a business undergrad. I spent my first 13 years in business, um, working in the grocery retail grocery business, oddly enough. Okay. Now I went back to school, got my master's degree, uh, graduated in 91. Economy was terrible. My mom had been in the business. She was a salesperson. She sold printing and stuff and made some contacts with agencies. And she said, uh, one of her clients needed someone when I graduated, I was looking for a job. And she said, uh, one of the clients needs someone temporary. So I was going on returning to leave. And so I dropped in and, um, worked in the production department for mm -hmm. about six months. And I knew just enough production from my background to, to fake it for six months. Nice. Um, and then um, I realized, hey, I should be here. This is the, I, it was not on my radar at all. And then I realized advertising is where I should be. I ended up in media. I came up through media. I was in media. I was in advertising for 25 years. When I left the agency, I was chief strategy officer. Oh, managed, wow. Manager of branded planning, like media planning, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, um, but, but teaching was always something that was kind of part of my job, you know, training and new employees. And then as a, in my personal life, I was a coach. I coached fast pitch softball a lot, uh, for 15 years. And so coaching and teaching are kind of like same yeah. thing. Um, and so I always wanted to, to teach and Alabama was where I was. And so, um, I kind of transitioned out of the agency, uh, and, um, did some adjunct work. Yep. Year just to try it out and them to try me out and then uh been full-time for eight years now amazing and you had the master's degree that helped you out and right and uh gotcha what, real quick though what you were doing retail grocery work was that what you said what does that mean yeah before i got into advertising i, I, I managed a grocery store and for a small chain and um i mean Ooh. when i was 15 years old i started as a sacker True. groceries and then i worked at stock and all that kind of stuff and then so then it yeah, was running a store and helping out in a in a, you know, it was a small chain, like eight stores, but I, I, I did some supervisory stuff. And how did, how did you translate that experience to, to help you get the job in, as in production? Um, and the production background was, um, before I did that, when I was in high school, uh, I worked in uh, print production for a newspaper, um, um, doing uh, paste. This is back when people did paste stuff. I don't, people, I don't know if people even understand it, wax and paste up and, v -locks and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I, I'd done that for about six months when I was in high school. Um, and then, uh, so when I got the job at the agency, the main thing they needed me to do was, it mostly was um, coordinating stuff, I, you know, production, you know, sending out print materials, managing it, being detail-oriented. I mean, sure. I think those are the skill sets. I, I was detail-oriented. Uh, I was, um, and also once I got in there, um, I was, um, curious and friendly, right? I was, there you, go. you know, I asked people questions. Could I help something? I was open to doing whatever needed to be done. And then, um, and so when the person came back from maternity leave, they said, Hey, you're somebody we'd like to keep in the agency. Right. And here's, yeah. 
and here's media department. I said, okay. And then, and then that played into my strength. I had, I had some analytical skills and numerical skills and stuff like that. And, but again, de- being detail oriented, being conscientious, you know, making Amazing. sure the job was done, you know, yeah. those type of things. Gotcha. Definitely makes sense. So now I want to get back to the advice portion here. We, I, the credibility is established. I, I believe you that you're good at this stuff and, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, what are you constantly telling your students? What advice are you, do you bring up to them to get jobs in advertising? To get jobs in advertising? Um, well, you know, I, I think it's always good answer like what what you know preparing for interviews and stuff like that you know and 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 so one of the things I do is you know show interest in the in the agency's work that you're you're wanting to go work at uh, and have some understanding of it. I know that uh, our creative director I used to work with um, he used to um, he used to do this all the time the people who interviewed with him people would come people come and say oh I love your agency work you know I love your agency's work I've been a fan of it and he'd say well what work do you like. And they would stump them because they were just saying it, right? They had oh, them. Oh man, yeah, that's easy, easy research you need right. to do. You know, and uh, and instead of being able to say, "Oh, I like work from this client or this client," and here's why I like that work. Um, I think um, the other thing is that you know you need to you need to know the business a little bit, right? You need to know what's going on. You need to know, you know, keep up the things. And when so, for instance, if if an, if an interviewer is saying, "Well," I mean, it's a common question in our business. What's the advertising do you like? Whether you're in account management or strategy or whatever it is, you know, know what's good, right? And 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 have an understanding because ultimately you've got to get to the point where you have your own belief system about what works in everything. Right. 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 And so um, um, it is, you need to know, okay, I believe, because they're competing opinions, right? And so you have to understand what do you believe about advertising, how it works and have some understanding of that and and examples of work that, fulfills your belief and proves your belief to be true. I think that that's important. Um, Love that. You know, I, I think about, you know, my own experience, you know, how did I move up? Because I, I moved up pretty quickly in our agency when I got started. And again, I didn't have a background in advertising. But part of it was, a, you know, tell them, be willing to help. I always say, um, be willing particularly to help on new business. Yeah. Um, it's because, great visibility in new business. Yeah, because I tell people, it says, you know, you're you, when you start out, you're going to be six, eight, ten levels below the organ, you know, the top of the organization. But new business jumps you all the way to the top, right? Yeah. You know, because you're going to be dealing with some senior people who are going to be special on big pitches. Um, and so, you know, volunteer for that. And knowing that you're volunteering to work extra, just just know that that's the case, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really good tactic. I mean, I work in the new business department of our agency and they're pulling, they will pull people b- depending on what the client that they're pitching is and the demographics of the audience and interests. They might pull you and always say yes. If they, if they tap you, um, I know everybody at my, our agency, I know what people like, what they don't like, what their interests are, what, what they do on the weekends. Uh, that's my job. So when they ask me, like, who do we think would be good for this X, Y, Z pitch? I will go and say three names, and then sometimes they'll be too busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they'll ask project managers, like, they're too busy. They can't even, they, they don't even ask them. But if you can step up, or if you want to show that, hey, whenever you need me, I'm willing to work extra, extra, extra uh, for new business. That's a great, great idea. Because everybody, the president is in every new uh, major new business pitch. The 
the managing directors are in it. Uh, I mean, your best creatives are in it for that. I mean, it's just, it is a wonderful experience and you get, you might get to travel. Right. You know, and you know, get another thing I talk about too, is it, it, it preparing yourself is that, you know, a lot of times moving up in an agency is about trust, right? That you're, you're, can, can you be left alone with a client? Can you be left alone to do something yeah. right? Um, improving that you can be trustworthy and also being able to stand up in front of room and, and you know, and, and, Presentation skills matter in this business. I, you know, I teach a strategy class and we do strategy documents. I said, the only way strategy gets sold is someone stands up in front of a room and says, here's what the strategy should be. It has to be sold. It's not, you, you don't, you don't submit it and they approve it or not. No, you, you have to sell your strategy. And so every opportunity you have a chance to stand up in front of a group of people, whether it's one or two people and talk off the top of your head, it's, it's great practice for anything you're going to people. I didn't even realize this. I, I always kind of thought college and my advertising classes, the group projects, all those presentations, I always kind of took them lightheartedly. Like as I had fun with them, I did little extra stuff and I, you know, I, I winged some of them or I really tried on some of them. And I never really, like, I always thought this is like a, like a vacuum where it didn't really, and it, it is kind of a vacuum. I mean, there's nobody's yeah. getting hired or fired, but shockingly and or maybe not so much it is very similar those experiences that you have presenting translate directly to what we do in this industry so you're absolutely right and i didn't even realize and make that connection until recently that all those times i got up i mean that's all practice so take it seriously have fun with it and i think develop your voice too and like i don't know show your personality in these pitches because sometimes we don't you know a lot of the pitches that we do at Havas chicago they're not crazy formal. They're conversations and you stand up and you show who you are. So getting used to that and just kind of hearing that, I think might help some of your students too. Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime you can, I mean, you know, like I said, even if you're doing, you know, even in another, you know, you can take general educational requirements and stuff like that. If there's a class that requires you to stand up, not just public speaking, but I mean, you, you can't do, you cannot do that too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's if, no if, capacity. You, yeah. Just keep doing, right. keep doing it. Yeah, I love it. Definitely. Um, okay, yeah. Because at the, end, at the end of the day, I moved up in my agency because I could do two things. I could write well yep. and I could I, and I was I was cool standing up in front of a group. You know, do it now. Like, for instance, this is a long time ago, but when I was in like sixth grade, I did like oratorical contests. Right. You know, citizenship speeches and stuff like that. And and I pissed off my teacher in sixth grade. And I did. I didn't have a plan. I just like I'm super foresight shadowing here. But I, I, I really made a point of saying I'm going to do my speech without reading it. Right? I, you know, I tried. And so I had won our district, and I went down to Nat State, and I didn't. I, I didn't do very well because I didn't practice it enough to do it fully enough the way I wanted to do it. Right? Of course. Yeah. But it still stuck with me that that was the way I needed to be. Right. And, and so I, I even seventh grade, I mean, all through high school, I mean, some of our podcast listeners are probably already past that day, but in the, but the investment I made in sixth and seventh and eighth grade to learn how to do that, it's helped pay me off, you know, for years now. Yeah. And I did theater in high school. I mean, that was, it's to get up and memorize lines and to do that. I mean, that was one of the, that's probably one of the greatest experiences I've had that I don't even bring up in interviews. Uh, that helps me with this podcast and helps me with 
you know, speeches and presentations. Like I'm not afraid to get up and do it because I had to do it. You know, I did it in front of live crowds and I could have messed up. Two things about that too. One, when I interview for my ad team, I always look for a theater background because I think there are people who can stand up and do oh, it. Oh, there's some of the best in this industry right now, actually. And, yeah. and, and, and the other thing is, is that when I was in my master's program, my elective, my master's elective, my graduate level elective, I took, I took theater. Oh, there you go. You it's know, not bad. It's, it's a great little. And, and the other thing about that, especially from a strategy and account planning standpoint, because you're supposed to understand your your character, you know, you do your the audience and yeah. stuff like that. It's the, yeah. same, it's the same thing you do with audience and understanding and things like that motivations absolutely if you can kind of like imagine yourself in other people's shoes you need to do that as a strategist and i think a lot of times and i'm not accusing you a lot of undergraduate programs will give the audience of a campaign as the same person as them right do a campaign for 18 to 24 year olds or 18 to 22 year olds and sell more red bull on campuses i mean you're just talking to yourself like how do you you know challenge them Give them, because they're going to have to, who knows what their clients are going to be in real life after they graduate. Give them an opportunity to to, to develop different personas and, and do different research and give them a challenge. Yeah, I mean, you know, in my career, I did I did a pitch for hair extensions, you know. Oh. Up, uh, I did, I've done things for like civil engineers, which I haven't clue yeah. about. I mean, I mean just, I mean, it, just a number of different, they're not, most of the time you're not doing. Right, you, right. Yeah. So if you're looking at spec work or you're looking at like clients, I guess, try to expand, show the diver- show that you can diversify in, in your campaign work. That's super important. But I think that's, I, I think I want to cap it there, Jay. It's been great. How can people reach out to you? Do they have any other questions they want to work with you or they want to learn more about that master's program? I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Um, yeah. My uh, email address is ghwaters1, number one at ua.edu. Um, you can go to www.jwaters.com and you know, find me there too, or on LinkedIn. And be yep. super happy to talk to anyone about that. Amazing. Well, you did a great job. I appreciate you coming on telling us about your school, your experience, and your advice for students. I think this will be super, super beneficial for our listeners. Cool. Glad to be here. All right. Nice work. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us and help us grow and get better guests and better break-ins if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a small review if you have the time. Be sure to connect with our guests if you like what they said by going to our Instagram at breaking and entering pod that's all one word breaking and entering pod on instagram we have links to their portfolios and their linkedin and they want to connect so do that and thank yous thank you to mikey malarkey our audio engineer and buchan jung our creative director can't do without you two and a team from the university of illinois it's a student team from the agency called AdBuzz, their PR agency, and it's been a pleasure working with them. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next week with another amazing guest.